You're listening to the Refined Hippie Podcast, a show all about holistic lifestyle, nutrition, and plant-based veganism for a mind-body-spirit approach to living healthfully and happily for ourselves and our planet. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Rebecca Henson, and this is just going to be a quick little solo episode about a topic that has been on my mind recently. I went and had a therapeutic massage done last weekend because I was having some sciatic piriformis pain that I have kind of sporadically, but it's happens at least a few times a year and it's extremely painful if you've had anything like that you understand um and so my therapist is pretty incredible she is very intuitive um and when I say massage I don't really mean like just a normal it's not really a normal massage it is for lack of a better word, you know, woo-woo, I guess, is what some people would probably call it. But she is tapping into more of the emotional, mental aspect of why certain things manifest in certain areas. So she's still doing massaging, more so like holding certain spots and pressing down on them, massaging them. You know, she'd like hold up a certain place, like a pressure point um, on my neck and then also on my back. And we're talking as she's doing this. Uh, and it's it's really eye-opening. And she just, she is such a wealth of knowledge. She's been in this space for decades now and has had her own healing journey as most of us in the wellness space have. And one of the things that came up for me was trauma and anger. And I just want to preface that I have I have definitely done a lot of emotional work diving into my past trying to work through and process traumas but I'm not done and I still have a ways to go and I I think that it's a it's easy for us to to do the things to change the diet to drink the smoothies but the emotional mental aspect of healing is often overlooked and it's also harder, I think. And I think that's that's why. I think trying to deal with mental anguish or, you know, emotional aspects of your past is so much harder than just changing your diet. I am not discounting changing your diet as being difficult because I know it is. And it takes time. It took time for me. I, it didn't happen overnight. Um, but the the mental aspect of healing was definitely part of the the last picture for me, part last piece of the puzzle, I'll say. And it's still something that I am working on because there are different things that have happened in my past that have caused me a lot of pain and have caused me a lot of subconscious negativity, I guess, towards certain things, myself, certain people, whatever it is. And there are certain areas that I haven't dealt with. Not because I didn't want to necessarily, but a lot of therapists that I've worked with also seem to not want to talk about this area. And I don't know why that is. I'm not saying that they didn't think that it was important, but they would just focus on one thing. And a lot of times it had to do with my childhood. Um, 
uh, and this particular thing that I'm referring to happened in my college years in my early 20s. And it is something that I have not dealt with and I'm still dealing with. So if you are someone who is still in that space, which I feel like a lot of us are, <laughs> then just know that I I am thinking about you and I, I empathize with you completely. So basically, I just wanted to chat about that, chat about trauma in general and how it plays a role in our health and our wellness and our disease that can manifest. Because a lot of times, I'm sure you've heard that we hold emotions in our body. We hold traumas in our body in certain areas. And whether or not they manifest into disease is kind of like the perfect storm. You know, if other things are happening that are wrong, um, then you can have an issue with your health, right? And so I've been dealing with this, you know, thinking about, thinking a lot about it after my massage, she gave me some homework to look into, um, some exercises, and then also looking into, to certain aspects of this because, you know, it has to really come down. It comes down to the individual, right? Like nobody can really tell. They can, people can lead you where to go, though you have to do the work, of course. So, so trauma has been on my mind. And then I read a post and then read some articles about trauma and studies that have been done on trauma and autoimmune diseases. And the studies were done in the last few years and they showed that there was a 60% chance, increased chance of developing an autoimmune disease if you had a traumatic event happen in your life. And I would bet that most people have, <laughs> you know, who live in the modern world um, have had some type of traumatic event. And this can be all types of different traumas. It doesn't have to be, you know, just, and I, I don't use the word just, but a, a lot of times trauma is linked to like PTSD and wars, which is just horrible trying to imagine what those people go through and what they see. And, but there are other types of trauma that also impact us. And those could be something like having to move out of your house as a child, of course, divorced parents, uh, and, and even something like bullying, that can be traumatic and leave an impression and increase your risk of developing diseases later in life. And it it, it is kind of disturbing, <laughs> I guess, when you think about it and when I think about it, because everyone I know has had one of these events, right? Or maybe multiple. I mean, of course, I, I could go down the list and uh, uh, traumas, right? I mean, sex, sexual assault, um, molestation, of course, rape, whatever, you know, obviously anything related to that would be extremely traumatic. Um, having a loved one die, uh, a grandparent, a parent, someone really close to you, that can be extremely traumatic. And we also have to remember that we come from a society that is just now kind of recognizing and acknowledging that we're not machines and that we have emotions. And also, acknowledging that not just women have emotions because that's been kind of for the past what thousand years just the, a female thing a female trait and that men don't shouldn't show their emotions and things like that so I do I feel horrible for 
for the males in the in our society because of that but that is changing thankfully for the young people and for us too so you know with this with this emphasis on healing we cannot discount or look past healing all aspects and this is why it's called mind body spirit approach right there is so much more to healing the body and becoming in a state of peace and homeostasis that is not just what we put in our mouths. And I preach this all the time. I, I mean, it's it's everything that we do, it's everything we listen to and we watch and we read and who we are exposed to, our friends. And it's healing our past, which is really annoying. <laughs> I'll be honest, it is. Having to relive it and having to come back to that space when a lot of us just want to be like, you know what? I don't care about that. I'm over that. I don't want to think about it. And you can say that you're over it. There's a lot of things that are bad that have happened in my past that I'm technically, quote, over. But that doesn't mean that it has not is not still affecting me somewhere in there. Affecting my decisions, affecting how I interact in the world, again, affecting how I think about myself. And there's a lot of that too that has to do with forgiveness, right? Because if we had a traumatic event happen to us, more than likely it was someone who afflicted it or caused it, right? Whether it was a significant other or it was, um, I mean, generally I would say that's (laughs) pretty often one or some, you know, uh, um, a perpetrator of some kind. Maybe it was somebody you didn't even know or maybe it was a, quote, friend. I mean, there's, there's usually someone who is involved I mean if it was like a natural disaster or or something then then that can be hard as well because there's not like a a person to be upset at I mean I guess you could be upset at the planet or God or or something like like that but there usually is someone that you're holding that space for in a negative way and trying to find forgiveness for them because like she had pointed out and we've probably heard it plenty of times that you know if you are holding this anger for someone they don't even know right it's not hurting them it's hurting you or maybe you did something that you really regret right that you wish you could go back and change for what you know now. But there, you have to forgive yourself because you didn't know what you know now. All of us have done stupid things when we were younger because you were in a different, you were a different person. You were in a different space. Maybe you were manipulated by outside sources, by outside forces, (laughs) forces and sources. Uh, And so I think the key to healing trauma at least of where I am right now, is that forgiveness. And that is how to move past a lot of these extreme situations that have happened to us. Another way to help heal this past trauma is meditation. And that is one of the things that the therapist pointed out and asked if I was 
actively meditating. I said no. I said that I have in the past, but I have gone through a lull. It comes in waves for me um, because I have not formed it into a true lifelong habit, which I am striving for. Um, But that is one of the main things she said is the most impactful way to heal trauma. And the reason for that is because it puts us in the present. And if we're dealing with trauma or we're dealing with with past issues, then generally speaking, you are not in the present. Maybe it's not even your conscious mind, you know, thinking about it. It sees patterns and thoughts and subconscious thoughts that are living in a different time that has already happened. And there is no way for us to go back and change it. So by meditating, you are living in the present and you can heal all kinds of things. Of course, you can heal the body or the mind. um, But yeah, the body is so impactful too. I mean, I have just read and heard the most amazing stories of people who have meditated um, from healing scars, scars disappearing, um, and people healing from the most extreme diseases and afflictions by meditation. So if you are not doing, have a, a current meditation practice, um, join me because I am trying to find mine. <laughs> I find a lot of excuses, and I've said this before, one of them is my cats. I know that's a terrible excuse, but it is true because <laughs> a lot of times they have been really annoying. And if I am sitting quiet, they, one of them in particular comes and is very curious. So, um, but now that the weather's nice, I mean, they're outside. So they're sitting in a bush meditating themselves. I swear it looks like they are. <laughs> um, But yeah, I think that that is going to be one of the most beneficial ways to heal trauma. Of course, going to therapy is great, but you have to find the right therapist, of course, you know, Um, and that can be challenging to find someone that you really, really click with, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try. Um, Going out in nature could be, is definitely one of the most healing things. And journaling, I mean, I'm going to say all the things that I love to do. Journaling, um, I think you can discover all kinds of things through journaling. And I mean just free writing, you know, free thought on the page. No no structure to it. It can be, it's just your whatever comes to mind. Um, journaling is great. Trying to get off of social media, I think, can help benefit all of us for healing stress and traumas. Um, And there's all kinds of different body work that we can do. There's also a really great book that I am currently reading if you're interested in the chakras because, of course, that's going to be linked to trauma and that's, you know, we can have blockages in certain areas and those can be related to our past. Um, So there's a book I'm reading that was also recommended by this therapist that I've been talking about. And the book is called Eastern Body, Western Mind. 
psychology and the chakra system as a path to the self. I am really, really enjoying this book. It's big, it's dense, and it is really deep. So there's a lot of times that I'm like reading, rereading certain sections and certain uh, sentences because I'm like, what is this trying to say? (laughs) It's a little bit over my head. Um, Very, very deep and metaphysical. Uh, The author, um, this is a description of it online, and it says, um, Anadia Judith brought a fresh approach to the yoga-based Eastern chakra system, adapting it to the Western framework of Jungian psychology, somatic therapy, childhood development theory, and metaphysics, and applying the chakra system to important modern social realities and issues such as addiction, codependence, family dynamics, sexuality, and personal empowerment. Arranged schematically, the book uses the inherent structure of the chakra system as a map upon which to chart our Western understanding of individual development. Each chapter focuses on a single chakra, starting with a description of its characteristics and then exploring its particular childhood development patterns, traumas, and abuses, and how to heal and maintain balance. It's really great. So I implore you to explore that and or if you don't want to buy the book, um, just explore the chakra system in general uh, and trying to figure out where you might have blockages. Um, and then discover ways that you can heal those. And that is what I want to talk about. So I hope that you got something out of that. Uh, it's just been something on my mind that I really wanted to share and share my story with you. And maybe that will help you on your journey. So, um, yeah, if you are enjoying the podcast as usual, please be sure to subscribe and If you enjoyed this episode and think that somebody else could benefit from it, obviously share it with them. Sharing is caring, as I say. And until next time, peace and plants.